eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey friends, so today I want to talk about something that is both environmentally friendly related and minimalism related. So if you like both of those things, then this episode is totally going to be for you. And hopefully this just serves some inspiration, especially if you're just starting out on a minimalistic journey or eco-friendly living journey. So today I want to talk about things I no longer buy as an eco-friendly minimalist. Now, in case you're new here, I just wanted to put a little disclaimer here at the beginning that I am in no way a 100% minimalist. Like, I don't follow minimalism very, very closely. I don't follow any of the strict guidelines or anything like that. And I consider myself to be more minimal-ish, if that makes sense. But I am still very intentional with what I allow to take up space in my home and the things that I buy. So it works for today's episode because it is still like dealing with minimalism in general. So yeah, but just wanted to kind of put that out there because I'm definitely not like perfect when it comes to minimalism. So the first category of things that I no longer buy as an eco-friendly minimalist are single-use plastic items. One big thing that I've cut out that I used to use a lot are Ziploc baggies. And now instead I've tried a couple different brands, but honestly the ones that I absolutely love the most are stasher bags. And they're pretty much just like reusable silicone bags that you can wash. So they're the same size as Ziploc bags and they have a lot of different size options to choose from, but you can wash them and reuse them however many times that you want. So I have like five of these stasher bags and they are literally amazing. And it's really cool that I never have to buy Ziploc bags again. Um, It makes me feel a lot better about myself because I'm not throwing away this sheet of plastic every time, which I have seen people reuse actual Ziploc bags. And that's cool too, if that's something that you're into. But um, the stasher bags or just reusable silicone bags in general, they last longer because the plastic or the silicone is a lot thicker. So they just hold up a lot better than the Ziploc baggies do. And again, it's cool that you can purchase these items one time and then you don't have to go buy them every time that you're at the grocery store. So yeah, Ziploc bags, I have not bought them in like a year. The next one that goes pretty much right in hand with this is Saran Wrap. I used to use it a lot just for storing leftovers and things like that, but I nixed it and I've been using um, like silicone stretch lids instead, which work really well. I know a lot of people also use the beeswax wrap, which I planned on buying, but the silicone stretch lids that I have work so well that I feel like I don't really need both items, if that makes sense. But yeah, I haven't bought saran wrap in, I don't even remember the last time that I bought it because these other options work just as well. And if you don't really want to buy the beeswax wraps or silicone stretch lids, but you do want to cut back on your kitchen waste, you can even like do something like put a towel or a hand towel 
bottle or something like that over the lid. So you have a lot of different options or you could just put it in a Tupperware container. But yeah, I feel like saran wrap is virtually useless now if you're trying to lower your waist because there are so many options that can replace it. The next thing that is single use that I don't buy anymore, which I guess I don't know if you consider this single use, but it is all purpose cleaner and like the kind that comes in the plastic bottle that it's not like you use it once, you spray it once and then you're done. It usually they lasted me about a month maybe, but then I would throw it away and go buy more at the store. So what I do now instead and what I have been doing for the past probably two-ish years is I have glass spray cleaning bottles and I buy a cleaning concentrate instead which has literally lasted me like a year and a half and you add a tiny bit of the cleaning concentrate to your glass bottle and then you fill it up the rest of the way with water and then it makes its own thing of all-purpose cleaner. So that's what I use and I like I said I've had my bottle of cleaning concentrate for probably a year and a half now and it is still like halfway full. So this is a really great option if you're trying to cut back on your use as well. The cleaner that I use works just as well as anything else that I've ever tried. And I love that I'm not throwing away or having to like repurpose a plastic spray cleaner bottle every month when I finish using the product inside. So that's one thing that I have not had to buy for a couple years and I'm pretty proud of. The next one is probably my favorite sustainable swap. So again, if you're not new here, you've probably heard this one like 20 times already, but it is paper towels. I don't really buy paper towels anymore, and what we use instead are flower sack towels. A lot of people that I know also use something called unpaper towels, which I guess literally you can consider the flower sack towels unpaper towels, but it's pretty much anything that you use in place as a paper towel that is like washable and reusable. So again, a really cheap, good option for these are flower sack towels. And I actually bought our flower sack towels when we started cloth diapering our first, probably about three years ago. And then we literally never used them with cloth diapering because we bought all-in-one diapers instead. So we had like 40 flower sack towels and I was like, what are we going to do with these? And one day I was like, why don't we cut them up and use them as paper towels? So that's what we've been doing ever since. It literally works amazing and I do not miss paper towels at all. As a little disclaimer, we did get one roll of paper towels when we went to go visit my family a few, a couple months ago, but it was because we just got a new puppy and I didn't want to have to deal with the puppy messes in the car. So we had one roll of paper towels for a couple weeks just to deal with puppy messes and we have not bought any since. And that was like the first roll of paper towels that we had in the house in I don't even know how long. So I have not actually bought paper towels in probably a year I would say and I feel so good about it and again I have not missed them like at all. So that's about it for the single use items that I'm going to talk about today that I no longer buy although there are like countless other ones. I have switched out a lot of the single use plastic in our home but those are the main ones that I want to talk about today. So the next area that I want to talk about that I no longer purchase is a lot of cheap seasonal decor. This is something that before I went minimal-ish and eco-friendly, I would really go all out every single season, whether it was, oh, it's springtime, let's go get spring decor, or Christmas, Halloween, Easter, like literally fall stuff, like whatever it was, I would go to the store and see all of this trendy, 
cute seasonal stuff that was for the house and like decorating and stuff and I would go all out and even if I had buckets full of stuff in my garage I really didn't care and I would buy this stuff anyway and I would spend so much money on these just cheap decor items that I would only be able to have out for like a month before they weren't in season anymore and it was just such a money dump and just not a great idea at all so as a disclaimer this year I did buy three witch hats because I really wanted to do witch hats on the front porch for Halloween but literally that is the only cheap seasonal decor that I have bought like pretty much all year aside from thrift shops. I don't really count thrifting because buying secondhand is so much better than buying new so I do occasionally pick up items from the thrift store but when it comes to going to the store and buying these new items that's pretty much something that I don't really do anymore. So I'm proud of myself because that used to be a very big one for me. Another thing that goes along with this category that I no longer purchase are cheap, seasonal, trendy clothes. This is another thing that really used to get me um, before I went minimalish and eco-friendly. At the end of each season, whether it was like summer or winter, I would either do a big old navy haul for mine and the kids' clothes, or I would go to Target, go to Walmart, whatever, and just buy, pretty much update our wardrobe for whatever this season was instead of using what we already had or thrifting it. So now I am very proud to say that I am a lot smarter with our wardrobes. I don't go out and buy into this fast fashion by buying all of this trendy clothes, which is something that's really hard for me. Um, I still sometimes go to places like Target for grocery items or items for the kids or things like that. And it's really hard to walk through all of the super cute clothes and not get anything. And literally, it almost gets me every time. I'm like, but look at that sweater. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. But that pair of vintage looking jeans looks so cute. But I will be honest and say I have given in a couple times and bought like a pair of shorts that I couldn't find thrifting. So I bought one at Target or like a pair of sweatpants for my son at Target or something like that. There have been a few times where I have given in to fast fashion and I hate myself for it afterwards. Um, but I will say every item that I've purchased for myself like that, most of them have ended up in the donate pile and I end up regretting it. So <laughs> I very much like to instead thrift these items or find a sustainable brand that I want to purchase from instead. Um, so I really like to just save my money and instead of buying these cheap, trendy clothes from places like Target and Walmart that will fall apart after like two months, I like to save up and kind of research and invest my money in better pieces of clothing. Or like I said, I'm super cheap, so 99% of the time my go-to is just going to the thrift store. Typically, I can find whatever I am looking for there, and it's a lot cheaper, a lot more affordable overall, but I would also put as a little disclaimer right now, I still try not to overbuy at the thrift store. If there's specific things that I need, I will go and look for them, but I still try not to go to the thrift store and buy a bunch of things that I don't necessarily need or that I know 100% I won't like. I still try to apply my mindful shopping questions when I'm at the thrift store, which can be hard because things are like a dollar. So you're like, well, why not? But it's all about just being mindful and staying intentional and staying aware. But I guess circling back to the main point, I no longer buy cheap, seasonal, trendy clothes from fast fashion. 
So the last thing that I want to talk about that I no longer buy as an eco-friendly minimalist is new furniture. And this is something that I'm so passionate about. And if you like buying new furniture, that's totally fine. Like a lot of people have their reservations about buying used furniture, whether it's like couches or, you know, things like that. A lot of people are weirded out by it. Not me. I would say like 90% of the furniture items in my house are thrifted and secondhand. And it's partly because I'm cheap and partly because I love the environment, but it's a win-win for me because I would much rather pay like $400 for a couch. That's how much I found my couch for on Marketplace and it's gorgeous. It's like crushed velvet and yellow and I'm obsessed with it, but knew that thing would have been like probably a thousand dollars or more. I don't know. And I just cannot fathom spending that much on furniture right now. Um, so yeah, pretty much all of my furniture and most of my decor as well is all secondhand and thrifted. And this is really, really good for the environment too, because there are so many of these items that people aren't using anymore and they'll put in thrift stores or sell secondhand. So whenever you buy a secondhand piece of furniture like that, you're extending its life, you're giving it extra love versus it going to the dump or something. And people don't really realize how much resources and energy goes into making each piece of furniture, especially if they're bigger pieces like beds and couches and bookshelves and just things like that. Like a lot of resources are used for these furniture pieces. So there's nothing wrong with buying new furniture, but buying used furniture just really, like I said before, it extends out the life cycle of these products. It's a lot better for the environment. And so for those reasons, that's why pretty much all of the furniture that we own is thrifted because it just makes me feel better. It makes me feel good knowing that I'm giving a new life to these old products, whether you want to redo them or keep them as they are, or whether even if it's not something that you really love and you're just getting it because it's cheap and you need something, regardless when you buy secondhand products, especially ones that are as big as furniture, you are doing a huge solid for the environment. And again, it's also a huge cost effective method because you can find these products used online or in your local area for way less than what you would find in the store if they were new. So in my opinion, it is a win-win, but again, it's not necessarily for everybody. Not everybody feels comfortable with having used big pieces of furniture in their house, and that's cool, but for me, I am absolutely obsessed with it. And again, I don't think I could ever go back to buying full price furniture because whenever I walk down the furniture aisles in like Target and I see how much an, a TV stand actually is new, I'm like, oh my gosh, that, I paid $40 for mine. That is crazy. So overall, there are a lot of things that I no longer buy since minimizing my house and becoming more eco-friendly, but those are some of my favorite ones to talk about and the ones that I wanted to share with you guys the most. Um, I could probably list everything, but then I think this episode would be an hour long and you would all hate me. So I just kind of wanted to keep it short and sweet. And again, hopefully provide some inspiration for you guys if you're trying to lower your impact or minimize your house. These are all things that you can hopefully kind of listen to and see if you could apply them to your life as well. Because hey, saving money is nice. And it's nice to look back and realize that you haven't had to buy any of these things in months or years or whatever it is. So hopefully if you guys are at the beginning of your eco-friendly journey or if you're just stepping foot into minimalism, 
hopefully in a few months you guys can look back and say, wow, I no longer have to buy this, 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 and this because of these life changes that I'm making. And like I've mentioned before, when it comes to the eco-friendly, like single-use replacement items, they are more expensive upfront a lot of the times, but then you end up making your money back like tenfold when you no longer have to buy these items every month. So regardless of what it is, if you're not buying it anymore, I am super proud of you. Or if you're planning on not buying certain items that you're used to anymore, I am proud of you because one of the things that I try to tackle the most is the idea of overconsumption and always needing to buy more and more and more things. So if you could just even think of one thing that you can stop buying and that you can either switch out in your home or find a more sustainable way to purchase a similar item, that would make me so happy and that would be such a huge step toward lowering your environmental impact. So if you guys are trying to find ways to lower your environmental impact, live a more eco-friendly life, and you have not downloaded my Unrooted Living Guide yet, what are you even doing? Go to unrootedmama.com guide and you can download my completely free PDF guide that helps you live a more eco-conscious and mindful life. It has mindset questions, some of my favorite swaps, kind of just some background information about what unrooted living is. So again, if you have not downloaded that yet, go do it right now because it's completely free and I promise it will help boost you on your journey toward eco-friendly living. So again, you can find that at unrootedmama.com guide. So go get your unrooted living guide today. And then after you download it, just try to brainstorm a couple things that you don't necessarily have to buy anymore. Whether, like I said before, if you're going to try to thrift for items instead, if you're going to replace them with a sustainable swap, just try to think of a couple things that aren't really necessary for you to be purchasing anymore and figure out how you can allow yourself to stop making those purchases. So I am rooting for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. And until next time.